www.iowahawkeyes.org. The Iowa Hawkeyes men's basketball team hits the floor at Carver Hawkeye Arena tonight with a scrimmage against Truman State, tip-off set for 7 p.m. The White Sox reportedly received permission from the Yankees to interview bench coach Carlos Mendoza for their open managerial position. The Bengals and Browns meet for a battle of Ohio and Cleveland tonight to close out Week 8 in the NFL. Browns try to snap a four-game losing streak. I'm Doug Thompson. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studios, now featuring Happy Mondays with two-for-one Happy CBD Cocktails, this is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Uh, for those of you who have, um, one's the right word, sought, and we're told you're going to be in receipt of birthday passes, mm-hmm. a bunch were mailed out this morning. Oh, great. So, yeah, a whole new, a whole. some of you got them, some of you are still waiting, but a whole batch of them went out uh, this morning, so check your mailbox in a couple of days. Well, Trent, we went to break, and Brian Harson had a job at he Auburn. He did? Not anymore. Came out of break and he's looking for work. New athletic director leaves, uh, just resigned this, this morning, morning from Mississippi State, who will take the Auburn job. Yeah. And he is working. Hit the ground running. Cleaning house. Get out. Bama Bob joins us as we go around college football. We react to what we saw this week and and maybe a sneak peek ahead to what might be a pretty, pretty good gay day in the SEC next week. Hello, Bama Trenton. Ken, how are you? Yeah, never underestimate the power of bringing me on if you're a football coach. <laughs> That's what it had to be. That had to do with it for sure. What was his buyout, Bam? Any idea? Uh, I think it's in the it's north of twenty. I think. I mean, it's he. I think he signed a five year deal at about five and a half million bucks a year, and and you know he hasn't finished. He didn't get through two years no, of it. So no. I mean, I don't know exactly. I, I thought I had heard it was in the. You know, around the eighteen to twenty million, and you know they just paid Malzahn over thirty-five to get out of his. I mean, it's just ridiculous down there. And now they're going to have to pay another guy. Uh, you know, whether it's you know Hugh Freeze or mm-hmm. you know I've heard you know his name mentioned. Uh, you know, Tom Herman's name has been tossed around, but kind of the X factor, the one everybody's looking at is Deion Sanders. Yep. I just you know it, I think it would be a colossal failure. But boy, would it be fun! Yes, it would. Uh, Deion Sanders. I mean, talk about Affleck. Deion Sanders. Oh, I forgot about and, that and angle. Yeah, Sanders, yeah, yeah. You know, going at it. Uh, that would be better than maybe Kiffin and uh, and Leach over Mississippi. But it's it's just a mess down there. He was a bad fit from the start. They tried the coup last wow. year and to avoid him, you know, tried to make up something to avoid him paying him. I think a fifteen million bucks or something, and that failed. So, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 a shame for the program, but you know it'll it's going to be interesting to see where they go and if the next guy is not successful in three years, they'll be looking for another one. That's just how it operates. Uh, let's go around college football, boys. Uh, let's start in the Big Twelve. Where? Oh, thank goodness. No, but I do want to get to that trend because we'll never see that again in our lifetime. Is that fair to say? Yes. We'll get, think, we'll get to it. Let's we'll get to it. Uh, Bama. I mean, we all had Oklahoma State getting blasted by K State on Friday. No, we didn't. I did. 
but I laid the forty-two or whatever it was. <laughs> 40, you know. I mean, forty-eight <laughs> to zip. How does that happen? Oklahoma State. Yeah, they've been playing with fire. I'll give them that uh, comebacks. But but man, that talk about a colossal a. Will Howard just goes in as the backup quarterback. Vaughn was out of yeah. his mind in that game. Um, we'll start with you, Bama. Just um, K State. Now they taken the mantle as the best team in the Big Twelve, or is this a week by week basis still looking at TCU? I think it's still a week-to-week, but, Ken, this is probably the most shocking result of the season and to me. And it's, and I'm talking about across college football, not just the upset. You know, I know we had Appalachian State over A&M and all that, but the margin of victory by over what was, I think most people thought a legitimate top ten. I mean, you know, we had some teams in there. You know, Wake Forest we knew was not the 10th-ranked team. Right. Uh, sorry to bring up the ACC trend, but um, it the way that they just – I mean, I saw this score. I was watching some other games, and I saw this score. I was going to flip back and forth, and I saw it, and the margin just kept growing and growing, and I, I was just stunned. You know, it was 14 nothing. I thought, well, okay, you know, maybe there's a pick six or something, and they got off to a bad start, and, you know, they'll figure it out. They burned me before, and uh, but, man, the 40, 48 to nothing. I, I have no answer other than this was this was just – an absolute egg by a team that wasn't ready to play unprepared, which is so unlike a Mike Gundy team. Um, usually, I think we had all thought that, you know, all things being equal, I was going to take that coach and that quarterback in the game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Sanders wasn't – he wasn't horrific. They just couldn't get anything going, just absolutely nothing going, and their defense just couldn't – I mean, they just couldn't stop anything. And, you know, Deuce Vaughn goes crazy – for a hundred and what fifty plus yards, and you mentioned Will Howard throws for almost three hundred and four touchdowns, and I mean the game was over at halftime. It was thirty five nothing at halftime, and it was game over. And I just again shocking, absolutely shocking result. Um, good for Kansas State, and I guess it kind of throws open a little bit the you know the the Big Twelve. There's it kind of looks like Kansas State and TCU right now. I know there's still some games left to play, but man, that's just that was just a stunner to me. I, I don't. I don't have an explanation. There really is no explanation how a top ten team can lose that bad, even though it was a tougher environment on the road. But man, forty eight to nothing. You just you never see that. Not this late in the season. I'm left wondering, Kansas State, if they didn't have those injuries at quarterback. I mean, we saw Rubley, the kid that we saw yep. here at West Des Moines Valley, and he threw one pass and it was interception. Mm-hmm. They're up twenty eight ten in that football game. Mm-hmm. Just how different it very well could have played out. And Will Howard, credit to him. And I thought he was going to wait around last year, get the job this year. They go out and get Martinez. He doesn't leave. He stays around and now having great success this year at Kansas State in replacement of Martinez. Although Credit he's probably not going to get started to get the play this week. Yeah, but, I mean, how many guys do we see? Oh, I know. That would just yep. Dr. Tail leave. in. Not yep. him. Time so. to the portal. Yes. Yep. Uh, guys, we have to uh, tip our cap to TCU because we all thought that, you know, this is a tough trip. That, that game was garbage. All right, we had the right side. No, this annoys the crap out of me. Three-point game, fourth and one at the 29-yard line. You either run it, get the first down, game's over. You kick the field goal, go up six. No, you still cover. Not only that, they throw it to the end zone, get a touchdown, win by 10. I was so, I was steaming. Betting angle aside, oh, yeah, yeah. you got to tip your cap to That's TCU. A tough, tough That's environment. Absolutely. Coming off the win, yes, remaining unbeaten. Uh, look ahead game, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Big win, Bama, for TCU. 
Absolutely, and we thought this would be a tough one and, and a tricky spot, as you mentioned, um, and, and it, it was for a while. Listen, this this was no this was no walkover, and uh, you know look, they got Texas Tech this week, and then they're at Texas at Baylor. Those are two tough, tough games, and they finished with the Cyclones at home. So, I, I I think I mentioned Friday. I thought this was an absolute must-have for TCU, and and they got it, and now now they've really got. You know, almost a three-game lead, if you will, on just about everybody else. I mean, they got the they own the tiebreaker over Oklahoma. They haven't played Baylor and Texas, but they have a two-game edge there. And all you got to do is finish second. Um, so I just thought that was a monster game. Had had West Virginia won that one, now all of a sudden, you know, we've got chaos. But we're starting to get a little clarity. Kansas State still has, you know, they they get Texas coming in this week. So I mean, and then they go to Baylor and West Virginia, Kansas. So I mean. It, it's not over, but we're starting to get a little bit of clarity, I think. And I still think TCU's probably the best team. I just Kansas State's not forty-eight points. I, I still can't explain, you know, off the top of the, the first question. I cannot explain that margin of victory and, and how that happened. But um, it did, and we just move on and you know, tip your hat and you know, I, the TCU Kansas State. Big Twelve championship game. I don't know how much that excites people. You know, teams are going to. I like it. It's different. I do too. I mean, I, I like I like those kind of games. I mean, Me too. I, I like Tennessee and LSU, yeah. even though I'm, I'm you know, yeah. in the SEC championship game or Tennessee and Ole Miss. Yeah, how would that be? You know, Lane Kiffin, you know, going up against his old right uh, team. But you know, networks and everybody else, fans and ratings, are, you know, they're going to want Texas or Oklahoma, which is impossible, or even Oklahoma State. But I like it. I think it's. I hope it happens. Uh, but we still got a ways to go. Let's go to the Big Ten, uh, uh, Trent and, and Illinois. Uh, the beat goes on, and Devito. I think it was a twenty to twenty two. Um, and Brown is running as you know what off. He's as good as a running back as there is in the game. Nebraska was just overwhelmed. Uh, they just overall Casey Thompson was awful in that football game. I know we got hurt, but Illinois, here we are. And uh, the Illini are going to cruise into the West Division title, and Bielema. He does it again, doesn't he? He just uh, finds a way. What, I'm looking what they got left. So they got Michigan State, Purdue, both Purdue? at home. And then they the finish back-to-back back on the road, right? Michigan yeah. at Northwestern. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. cruising in. They're cruising in? They're cruising in. Yeah, yeah. I think they are, too. Uh, I mean, you know, that, that Purdue game, I'm not giving them the Purdue game yet. They're still going to be 6 and quarterback. They'll be 6-3. and three. Purdue's not going to be 6-3. and three. No, no, I don't. I think, the they could beat, I think Purdue it. gets beat this weekend, but that's just me. Yeah, I mean, you know, they got Iowa. Iowa, yeah. 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 Well, you know, if they can hold them to 10 points, maybe. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it's I, I just think, you know, all things being equal, I mean, look, Illinois has got a one-game lead over them, and they get they get them at their place in two weeks. So if, if form holds, uh, you know, you're right. If Purdue loses this week, then it doesn't matter. If Purdue beats Iowa, now we got a game, and it's probably for the, it's going to be for the division. So it's uh, fun stuff. Who would have thought? Not, Illinois, Purdue. Totally agree. Uh, speaking of yep. games we didn't think we'd see coming. Trent, Michigan. Yeah. Tell me on them. Why, why aren't I there yet? I don't know. I don't know what more it takes. Defense is great. Mm-hmm. They run the football as Carl's well as anybody. really good. I like them. I like them a lot. And what did they McCarthy do McCarthy wasn't year? great this past, past week. Well, or what are you talking about? Can they beat Ohio State or is it to win a national championship? Uh, they can't win a national championship. Uh, the, the, the former. Beat Ohio State. Yeah, they did. You, you, this I know. Rep- I, look, I saw it. I this saw is the recipe last year. Mm-hmm. It is out physical Ohio State. You saw that Ohio State mm-hmm. team. They were nip and tuck with Penn State. They were. You don't think Michigan can go punch that team in the mouth? Because I do. 
Mm-hmm. I absolutely think that can happen. We saw what the Iowa defense did against them. This Michigan team is physical. They're tough. They're not flashy. No, but maybe that's it. Yeah, you just you want a little more sizzle. Yeah, maybe I'm yeah. just I'm just I haven't been on this Michigan team all year, and yet here they are. The beat goes on. Uh, let Let's move on, uh, fellas. Bama, real quick, we're just give me thirty seconds. You and you, Michigan for you. What do you see? I kind of lean your way. I want to. I mean, what what if they what if they beat? In? I mean, I, I just keep. I mean, okay. Who's Ohio I mean, State just, beat? I, yeah, I mean they won in at Happy Valley and they mm-hmm. beat Notre Dame. Okay, Michigan beat them you worse. Know, I know neither one of those are great teams. I'm just saying, talent wise, Ohio State off the charts. Uh, Offense. Well, look, that look, defense, that kid on defense. My God. Yeah, great. they look they look skittish up at Penn State. I'll give them the, I'll give you that. You know they had to, they needed a late rally to win. Uh, Clifford kind of played his best game of the year. I think he did. What you would expect. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of, and he even mentioned they talked about it on the broadcast. Had to play out of his mind. I just. In, can can Michigan go into Columbus and win? I don't. I'm not sold. I mean, yeah. I would. I would. I would take Ohio State in that situation. But you know, listen, Michigan's got other fish to fry before they get there. I mean, not not big ones. But I mean, that I Illinois game could be game. fun. I mean, two teams it built very similar. Fun. Yeah. yeah. Was that I two mean, or three weeks? Three weeks? Uh, it's Is that right before, before the final? Before right Ohio before, State. Yeah. yeah. Second to last week of the season. I mean, those are you talking about the under. I mean, <laughs> you know, I don't even know what it said at, but give it to me. So I just I. I don't know if I can see Michigan going into Ohio State and winning, but you know I'm not a Michigan guy, and you know they they you gotta give them credit for last year. And uh, but, but man, what an ugly ending to that game in, in the tunnel and all that kind of stuff. Oh, that was just I mean, and can we please if we're gonna have, do you have to have one tunnel? Can you not put a tunnel on the other side of the? I wondered stadium? the same thing. Apparently the I answer mean, is no on. because the stadium's been there forever. Yes, yeah. um, oh my god! I mean, I mean yeah. or I don't know. There's got to be something that, yeah. that, to prevent that because now you got four guys that are suspended. You know, Mel Tucker trying to be tough. Uh, you know, on discipline, and you start seeing coaches with bad programs like you know A and M and these other ones. Now they start to suspend players so that you hate so they're tough on discipline. <laughs> oh, I can't stand it. Never, never would have guessed. Uh, let's go with the Pac-12. Yeah. If there's anything in the Pac-12, uh, Trent. Another bad beat for me, but uh, which game? Cal, Oregon, seventeen and a half is the number. I lose it by eighteen. That game, though, every time I flipped over, Oregon was just moving the football up and down the field. To do that to a Wilcox team in kind of a letdown spot for Oregon, mm-hmm. they had 31 first downs, nearly 600 yards of total offense. I know it's Cal, but still, go Bo on the Nicks road and was, do that. Bo Nix had another big day. And he even turned it over two different times. He was trying to give me that cover. He wouldn't Shocking. do it. But, hey, Oregon, they're going to win the Pac-12. I tried to tell you before the year, the schedule uh, sets up so well I for know. them. They're going to, at minimum, they're Hang going on. to be there what, in the championship. What's game. left? What's left for them? Just, just Colorado this week. Okay. Uh, then it is Washington, Utah. Tough. And they still got to play Oregon. Utah. Get them at home. They get Washington at home, mm-hmm. and they go to Oregon State at last one, which obviously won't be easy. No. in the highlighter game, but Civil War. They're they're no longer You're banking calling on it. Bo Nix. They're no longer calling it Civil War. By the way, are they've changed it? Well, you know what's happening inside our country. Yeah, I thought maybe that'd be a idea. good thing to stay away from. Probably a good idea, fellas. Let's go to it. Uh, we talked about this at the beginning of the show, Bama. Uh, we brought up the ACC, and, and actually I got permission to do so from the boss. He was okay because it's so rare. Bama, we saw yeah. four overtime games that the final score was 14-12. to 12. We'll never see that yeah. again in no our touchdowns. lives. No touchdowns. Right. 14-12, to 12, four overtime. I know in the last two it's just a two-point conversion contest, but still. Thank gosh. I mean, because otherwise, <laughs> right. I mean, it would have yeah. been, you know, still be playing kicking field goals. Yeah, that... Both the, you know, I don't know what's wrong with the state of Florida right now. You know, FSU wins, okay, fine. They're five and three. They'll go to a bowl. Miami might go to a bowl. Um, 
you know, I, it's just, you know, Florida's, Florida's awful. Oh, my God. They're just so bad. How did they um, beat Utah? How did they I beat don't Utah? Know. I guess it was the first game of the uh, year. It was. I mean, I mean that has no to be other, it. It has to be it. Um, you know, Richardson, there was no film on him or whatever. I I, I really I couldn't begin to tell you. If they played now, there's no way they win. And uh, so we'll, you know, but, you know, you beat them when you played them. That's all that matters. But uh, Syracuse, for me, that was a little uh, kind of a letdown. Yeah, Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. And good yeah. for Marcus Freeman. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. happy for him. Uh, I'm no Notre Dame fan, but I, I do like that coach. That's not one you know that's on my list or anything. But um, <laughs> you know, Syracuse, I, I, you kind of see maybe a little bit of a spiral coming for them. I mean, they were so close at Clemson. Yep. could have won that game. Should have won that game, maybe. Uh, and they yeah, didn't. They, they got nobody to blame but themselves. Personal foul Absolutely. penalties. Absolutely stupid penalties. Um, you know, now they got to go on the road at Pitt, uh, and they got a road trip to Wake Forest. So this is a team that could wind up, you know, eight and four, which is a good year. Okay, that's not a bad year in Syracuse, but. From where they were to what they could wind up, I think is going to be you know pretty, pretty dramatic fall. And what happened to Brandon Armstrong? Remember how much fun we had watching yes. him the last couple of years? He I stinks. Re- I remember that. I, I yeah. think maybe he got ruined with the new coaching staff. One to keep an eye on. We're talking about Clemson maybe yeah. coasting into the championship against Carolina. Keep an eye on Louisville. Uh, Malik coming around. Three weeks ago, mm-hmm. Malik Cunningham gets hurt. They're down to that Virginia mm-hmm. team, ten nothing. Backup comes in. Cunningham's back healthy. They've won three straight games. It's in Louisville. Weird things happen at Papa John's Stadium. I'm just saying Clemson goes there in a couple of weeks. Keep an eye on the Cardinals. And look, is, is, well, I it, think that game's at Clemson. I've got it on my schedule at Clemson, but on November 12th. It is, right? right. Well, yeah. regardless, what, what, whoever It'll Louisville's playing, yeah. uh, when Cunningham steps on the field, he's mm-hmm. the best athlete on the field. He's, so much he's he unbelievable is. to watch. He's going to have to get some help against Clemson because they'll yeah. figure out how to shut down one guy. Uh, let's go to the SEC, boys, and uh, let's go to you, Trent Condon. Your takeaway from that was, um, well, I'll give you mine, just Tennessee just Ooh. absolutely crushing Kentucky. I settled in. I thought I, was, I thought it was going to be a hell of a game. Is this 2019 LSU? Defense a little shaky for Tennessee yeah. at times, but that offense, those wide receivers, just mm-hmm. one running free all over the place. I think Somebody we all cover thought, Hyatt. Yeah, please. And he's running free all over the place. Hendon Hooker. Just absolutely the in control favorite of favorite to win the Heisman, betting favorite. I'm this... telling you that that guy runs the offense better than anybody in the country for yeah. what they want to do. It's unbelievable. He's not the most talented. He's not going to be the best pro, but he just runs that offense better than any other quarterback runs an offense. And you could throw Bo Nix in that equation too. I'll, I'm, you know, I'll give him his, I'll give Bo his credit. You know, he's he's beaten mm-hmm. sloppy teams in the in the Pac-12. I still think they're. They're in a little bit of trouble in terms of getting into the playoff, no matter what they do, because of that Georgia loss. But we'll yeah. save that for another day. But man, Hooker is How about just, tomorrow when because when the TV show starts. Yeah, I mean we'll we'll find out where they're at. Um, but you know, there's going to be a lot of teams ranked ahead of them. But to, you know, Hooker is just running that offense better than any offense, any quarterbacks running any offense in the country. Anything else, TC, in that one? Oh, South Carolina, yuck. Yeah, coming off a big yeah. letdown, right, against A&M the week before. Fan base went crazy, rushed yeah. the field, and then Mizzou comes in. And, yeah, that that's one. Old Miss, Texas A&M, I watched Love way it. more of that game than I should have, than I thought I would. There's something about the SEC Network on Saturday night 
For whatever yeah. it is, when the, when the Hawks are closed, they play during the I just love to just relax. And, I don't know what it well, is. Well, South Carolina at Vanderbilt this week, so take this I'll pass, off. yeah. That's a pretty yeah. good chance. Yeah, I have a yeah. pretty good chance about watching Alabama LSU, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, unbelievable. Yeah, you're the only one. Yeah, that, that old Miss game, the A&M game was fun. What, what was even more fun was the comments after the game. Yeah, uh, you know, Kiffin yeah. just took, oh, man. I mean, he went after Fisher. and uh, he, Listen, you know what? Lane Kiffin is the Steve Spurs of our of the of this generation. You know, the, just the subtle digs and the on field. He couldn't wait for the on field interview, <laughs> and you know, mention about oh, you know, well, three hundred ninety rushing yards against a bunch of five stars. That's pretty good, right? Uh, and then he's talking about Jimbo Fisher because you know Fisher called him a clown and yep. Saban a narcissist. And Kiffin and Kiffin and Saban are tight. I mean, Kiffin owes his career right now to Nick Saban, and he knows it. Uh, and he's acknowledged it, uh, and, and I think I think that's genuine. And neither one of them like Fisher. And you know now he's throwing guys off team, you know, for smoking pot in the locker room, which you know we wouldn't have ever known about if they were eight and one. Uh, <laughs> you know, we'd have been running bleachers. But now he, again, he's tough on discipline. But guys, that guy, his buyout is eighty six million dollars. So, so somebody asked me a, this morning, as as big of a purse that they have there, an endowment, not that much. It's too much still, isn't it? it? It's too much. You can't I mean, do that. You would be talking about well over $100 million. With the new buy staff. Him out and hire, to uh-huh. buy out him and his staff uh-huh. and to buy out the new and to hire the There'd new. There'd be folks. too big of a blowback. Too big. Yeah. I mean, that gets you, you called know, to Washington. Figures. Absolutely. It would. It would absolutely change the yeah. game. And they may have the money somewhere. Uh, but they're stuck with him, and you know he'll get a, you know even after next year it goes down to, you know seventy five million because it, it's fully guaranteed, and his salary is just, I think it's nine and a half ten million dollars a year fully guaranteed, and the buyout only drops, you know whatever however many years he completes whatever he's got left, times his annual salary that's what it is. There's no percentage. I don't even think there's an offset. I think it's fully guaranteed, and they would have to pay him thirty eight million dollars or forty million dollars within like the next you know three or four months. Something right, right, ridiculous. That check. They are stuck with him, and uh, you know, for better or for worse. And right now, it's for worse. All right, guys. Uh, <laughs> the show doesn't matter. Nope, it does not. It's stupid. <laughs> it's going to be on tomorrow night, and for the first time, we will well, see the, the season. Edit- it doesn't end today. <laughs> but tomorrow, we'll see the first playoff rankings unveiled, and then they're going to make dumb decisions at the bottom, and then they're going to change on the fly. If they just gave us the top four... Well, that's what I'm asking you. Maybe it would be a little more palpable. But now we got Tulane at 19th, and then we're going to move him to 22nd after next week, and then we're going to be fighting about all these stupid things. You don't have to do this. It gives us content. That's great. I get it. Give us the top six. That's all I want. Sure. How that's about the... the yeah, that's fair. Who, yeah, who's, who's close? Give me the next two. Who's on who's the periphery? Close. All right, who's the right. top four, Trent? In order. Who they're going to they're, have? Who's going to be their top four? They will have Georgia. Yeah, one. Tennessee. Two. Ohio State, uh-huh. and Michigan, Michigan. Okay. They will marry what? Well, it's a tie in the AP, but it will it'll be the same. They want to have number one versus number two on that ESPN screen because again, it doesn't matter. So they can just make this crap up. Well, on one the fly. or two play each other this week. They do in the AP poll, mm-hmm. but what does ESPN use? They use this when we get to this. Spot. Well, that'll change next Tuesday because the loser's going to drop maybe maybe to the five or right, six. Right, because we still have a month of season, and this is a stupid exercise. Does that seem you know what he kind of does do this for a month beforehand? Well, they no. do do it. They do do it once. Once, right? Um, but this, this this week does seem kind of out of place because one and two are going to play on Saturday afternoon on CBS at two thirty. Uh, who's four, Babbitt? Give me your, give me in order. 
so I think they're going to have Georgia, Ohio State, Tennessee, Michigan. Uh, I've got it right now, Georgia, Tennessee, Ohio State, Michigan. I've got it the same as the AP right now, but I, I don't think they're going to have Georgia, Tennessee, 1-2. A, because ESPN doesn't have the game, CBS does. Um, <laughs> so I, I just think that, but, you know, listen, it, it, it really – Two of the teams, I, I think you're going to have two SEC teams and two Big Ten teams in the top four. You can scramble them up really however you want. I think Clemson's going to be five. I think Alabama will be six. Uh, and then you get into the whole, you know, TC or I think Oregon might Where's be Where's USC? Seven, eight? USC, I think they're going to be behind Ole Miss. Uh-huh. I, I do. I mean, I think that loss might be. It wasn't a terrible loss. I mean, you know, Ole Miss had a big one at LSU, but, you know, and all of a sudden LSU is sitting at 15, and uh, I, I think they might be a little bit behind Ole Miss. But you know, Oregon, like we've talked about, they, they're they just going to have an uphill battle, I think, to get there because they're going to be fighting Georgia. If, if Georgia loses, if Georgia loses to Tennessee or if Georgia loses to Alabama in an SEC championship game, I think Oregon's going to have an impossible task to get in. Um, um, but we're out of time, boys. We're we're late. We got to get to Nick yep. Olson. Ball State, Kent State, Buffalo, Ohio. Tomorrow, Maction gets underway. Let the bells ring out. And the banners fly. It's here. <laughs> Bama, we'll talk to you on uh, talk to you on Friday. We'll have a whole slate of games to opine on. Thank you, Bama. Have a good week. You too, guys. Take care. Always enjoy it. As do we. Take care, Bama. Bob, Trent, and I talking college football from a national perspective. So next Tuesday, mm-hmm. there's no sports, right? The only thing that we'll have to talk about Wednesday morning, what happened the night before, will be the TV show. Gross. <laughs> well, gross that there's no sports. I get why that's the right. Yes. I think it's the right decision. I no, I don't think. I know it's the right decision. Anyways, we'll so take no it to, action next week, or at least on Tuesday. Yeah, everything's on Wednesday. Everything's I'm Wednesday. Here. Yeah. I wonder if the NHL is going to. play. No, that's not true. I'm looking here. There, there is a game. There's three games on Tuesday. Tuesday, November eighth, election day. I thought that I, you know what I was convinced that everything took a day uh, took the day off. NBA did. I remember that. Uh huh. But there's Maxion at least on my calendar here. Well, there'll be Maxion on type my TV then. Uh, Miller and Condon, tenth, twelve thirty rather. And uh, Nick Oson uh, is next. It's Des Moines Sports Station one hundred six point three. We do have a keyword uh, before we get to break. Go to kxno.com. Chance to win a thousand dollars. Enter the keyword check. Check at KXNO.com. Your chance to win $1,000. Check at KXNO.com. Nick Oson joins Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3. bets off. After the storms hit central Iowa recently, you see companies from all over the country come to Iowa to take advantage of Iowans' misfortune. They're here today, gone tomorrow. You want to stick with companies you know. Companies like Wolf Roofing. You know Wolf Roofing will be here long after the storm. They've been here for over 25 years. Wolf Roofing and its employees are central Iowans just like you. When storms hit and misfortune happens, they take care of their own. Go to Wolf Roofing. I'm Dr. Kevin Baker, a Des Moines dentist and chair of this year's Iowa Mission of Mercy, a free two-day dental clinic. The Iowa Mission of Mercy, or as you might know it, iMom, is coming to the Varied Industries Building at the Iowa State Fairgrounds November 4th and 5th. Doors open each day at 6 a.m. and patients are seen on a first-come, first-served basis. Dental professionals from across the state will provide cleanings, fillings, and other simple dental procedures. DART is offering free transportation to the fairgrounds for patients. For more information, go to iowamom.com. 
If you own a house, you've got a huge asset, and everyone's looking at it. With Wall Street investors buying up homes in Des Moines and renting them out like never before, you have to wonder, what do they see in your big asset that you don't? The truth is, if you sell your home instead of renting it, you can kiss your asset goodbye. Especially with today's higher interest rates, the best way to save your asset is to rent it out instead. Does renting make your asset look big? Yes, it does. Especially when you hire the professional landlords at Renner's Warehouse. DIYing your property management is a total pain in your asset. But with Renner's Warehouse, you never have to find tenants, collect rent, or handle pesky maintenance calls again. Don't lose your asset. And stop busting your asset trying to manage it yourself. Go to Renner'sWarehouse.com to book your free home rental price analysis today or call 515-528-4429. Renner's Warehouse. You can't buy happiness. KXNO. Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. Hey, welcome back. It's the Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Real quick before we get to Nicholson, meant to do this earlier. Tip of the cap, Pat Holberg, Major League Umpire. Oh, yes. Perfect game behind the plate. Game two of the World Series never been done before since they started keeping track of that. Way to go, Pat Holberg. Uh, as much criticism as, well, we, everybody gives umpires, right? If you watch the Especially game, you. You, part hate, of it. you hate home plate umpires. I hate the box. Just get the call right, would you please? And Pat Holberg did well done. Nick Olson covers Iowa State. Uh, for Cyclone Alert 24-7 Sports, Nick Trenton. Ken, thank you, as always, for coming on. I apologize for being a couple of minutes behind. Uh, so where do we go from here, uh, Nick? Let's uh, let's look back before we look forward. Um, boy, Iowa State, they just, I don't know what the answer is. It's kind of late in the season as the calendar moves to November to try and find a running game, but it just not has not been there, and I think as much as anything, that is hurting the quarterback. How are you, Nick, and do you agree? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I wasn't sure if Trent wanted to talk a little more about the college football playoff oh, show coming up. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure he does. Okay, Ken will beat me over the head with it over the next month, and I will relent. No, in all sincerity, I'm great, guys. You know, I, I will say this was one of the few games this year that, honestly, that aspect really surprised me. I, I thought that with the offensive line healthy, you know, the top two running backs healthy, they still got Silas and – Oklahoma's defense not being known for, you know, really being terrific this year. I mean, I know we touched on it last week. That did surprise me. And then I felt like as the game progressed and, you know, Decker's in spots felt a little more comfortable. I thought that maybe I think it was in like the late second and then kind of the mid-third quarter. I felt like everything was moving along pretty well. And then obviously the turnover bug just kind of keeps keeps biting this team. So I think you make a great point, Ken, that we are kind of where we are at this point, and there's not a ton of, you know, time to really change things. I was a little surprised to see the Cyclones actually a full seven-point favorite going into this weekend. Mm -hmm. I know we talk about lines plenty and things like that. But, yeah, the, the run game is something that needs to be fixed, and I'm not sure how quickly that can be done in a matter of days with just, Really, four games left on the schedule. So, the running game Ken brought up, the passing game with Deckers, and and the interceptions. Is it just a young quarterback? Is there something more there? Is it decision-making? Is it schematic? Because, boy, Tom Manning, he is taking a lot of Ooh. arrows from that Iowa State fan base. What are you seeing and the mistakes that continue to pile up with Hunter Deckers? 
Yeah, so I think early on, like that first one, uh, though from replay it didn't necessarily look like it was an interception. Okay. I think something like that is some of that youth and inexperience and really just being excited, you know, in some moments. And sometimes you're just a little inaccurate. Uh, the, the second one from just really going through all of them over the weekend, that felt like he just sailed it. I mean, he had his man, but it, it wasn't necessarily the easiest throw, quite honestly. I felt like you know, all power to him to kind of trust his arm strength. And I feel it was the right decision, but you've got to be, I mean, there are top 15, 20 NFL quarterbacks that can't make that throw consistently. So that one, I felt like he just sailed it a little bit, kind of in a tighter window. And the third one, honestly, I think he just misread the defender. I think that Stutzman, mm-hmm. that linebacker, Stepped who in front, I was pretty yep. high on going into the game, uh, I think he just kind of tricked him a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I think he baited Deckers a little bit. And that's something that happens with not only an experience, like I mentioned, but, you know, just kind of having to fight from behind, getting off to slow starts, not having the run game. I honestly think he's in a tough spot because I still feel that he's got the confidence and the leadership of the team and and so much talent. But when you have injury concerns with, you know, running backs and you don't have kind of the run game to fall back on so much, falls on your shoulders. I don't know if you saw, guys, he threw nearly 60 times on Saturday. And, you know, Pat Mahomes and Josh Allen aren't asked (laughs) to do that in the next level. So it's tough. Uh, You know, I I understand why he had to throw a lot because the run game couldn't get going. But it's just a lot goes into it. And I I think that you're not going to see what Hunter Deckers is fully capable of potentially until next mm-hmm. season is, is really what it seems like at this point. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate, uh, too, because, um, well, look, it, it, there's a lot of parity in, in, in the league, but, man, just a, nobody saw 0-5 uh, in conference play as we, as we get into November. You know, Pet Peeve, it's not just Iowa State. It's whoever does it. Fourth and an inch, let's run a play out of the shotgun. you got a quarterback that's six foot three or 4, however big he is, 210, 215 pounds. We know he can run. I mean, why, why don't... Why don't more teams just just get up under center and gosh darn it, your 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 best lineman's the guy that's snapping the ball for crying out loud and just follow him for an inch? That's all it was asking. Why do they get? Why do they maintain uh, that uh, they're going to come hell or high water? We're going to stay in the shotgun. Yeah, it's something that I'm you know not really used to. Uh, another reporter kind of alluded to that uh, post game with Campbell and. He totally answered the question. He didn't necessarily break that aspect down, but it's something, to me, it just has to be a comfort level thing for whether it's the team and the staff or the personnel because you're exactly right. I mean, and kind of really all the teams I've covered or just watching football at really any level, in those spots, generally, if you're going to do a run play, get right under center and, yeah, roll with your quarterback. Deckers definitely has size. I don't even really have an issue at all with kind of giving it to the running back there. But when you're starting two and a half, three yards behind kind of where the ball is already, it just puts you in a really tough spot, especially when you're not getting that push as it is with kind of the offensive line. I just kind of felt like this was one of the games that I I can't fully kind of explain the issues. And it felt like at times, you know, parts of the team were just a little bit flat and maybe not the ideal energy and execution that you'd necessarily have i think the defense still played a really good game and yeah it's just going to be interesting because these chances for wins are are truly dwindling with just four games left to go 
Got to win the two remaining home games against West Virginia this week and against Texas Tech. Of the uh, two roadies, Oklahoma State and TCU, I know what we saw at mm. Okie State last week, but what is more realistic? Is it that Oklahoma State game, Gundy and Campbell, they've had a lot of close ones throughout the years. Yeah, I I felt that way going into this weekend, and then obviously mm. Oklahoma State did not look good over the weekend. But I think so. You know, that's a team that I was a little bit higher on kind of based on what they were returning, and I felt like consistency would kind of be an area of strength for them. Obviously, the game time came out today. That'll be an afternoon game. I, I had heard some rumblings or just kind of seen on, on Twitter and things that that was maybe going to be a night game. So I think the atmosphere might not be as, as crazy for the Cyclones, and I, I certainly, certainly feel like they will have a win in their pockets this weekend as a major favorite because, mm-hmm. I mean, to. I'll be digging more into West Virginia this weekend. They've, they've got talent, especially at skill positions too, mm-hmm. but they're not a powerhouse this year, and you've got to take care of business at home. You, you really do if you're Iowa State. A uh, couple of – we'll get, get you out of here on this. T.J. Tampa continues to uh, be the best player on the defensive side of the ball for my money, and Anthony Johnson's really good too. Jeremiah Cooper, just every time I see him play – um, he, he takes a step forward. Uh, he's, I think he's going to be a good one before his time's up at Iowa State, Nick. Yeah, I, I just feel like that secondary. I mean, if you think of, you know, as long as everyone kind of comes back, what they could have next year. Tampa, he's, he's going to play himself into the NFL. Oh, for sure. I agree. Another year yeah. of college football. Miles Purchase has been good. Cooper, I know we're both high on Malik Verdon, Ken. Who sounds like he's out for the year now, according to the broadcast. That's what, uh, uh, what's the guy's name? Um, uh, who did the, Helfrich. He said that he's probably out for the year on the broadcast, said it's a hamstring. Yeah, so it's it's been kind of that hamstring and quad, which we've kind of been on for a while. Uh, you know, it was it was taking a while for things to really progress, even when he was warming up before games and kind of had, that activity level. So things certainly aren't, you know, kind of trending the best. I, I really kind of perked my ears up after I, I asked Campbell about it last week. And he said he was that guy that just didn't seem as necessarily promising with the, the process quite yet. Uh, but no, Cooper and really all of that youth mm-hmm. kind of in that secondary should be a major area of strength next year, even when the team loses Anthony Johnson. Nick Olson, 24-7 sports like GloneAlert.com. What do you got cooking this week, Nick? Yeah, so we were live at Ankeny's playoff game over the weekend, so I'll have some more materials from that. Talked to a couple, I'd say, top target recruits for next year that were here in town this weekend. And then we'll have a lot more basketball content at the end of the week, too. Game time coming up within a week. It's here. Nick Olson, 24-7 Sports. Nick, we'll put you in the early window uh, next. Well, we're off Monday, and you guys are covering press conferences Tuesday. We'll talk to you at some point during the week next week, Nick. Thank you. Uh, Have a great week, Nick Olson. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much. Yep, good to talk to you. Nick Olson, 24-7 Sports, CycloneAlert.com. Mr. Monday Night's. Waiting in the Wings, Miller & Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Services. Guys, are you looking for an excuse to watch football all weekend long? Then schedule your vasectomy with the Urology Center of Iowa. The Urology Center of Iowa offers nitrous during your vasectomy, cutting-edge technology to help you relax during your procedure. Make the call to 515-400-3550. That's 400-3550 or online at iowauro.com.
vasectomies with the Urology Center of Iowa. And tell them you heard it on... You get your podcast. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circus Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circus Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircusSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Before we get to Mr. Monday Night, um, sounds like it's iffy Game 3, Trent. What did you hear, Philadelphia's forecast? Uh, yeah, rain all night, a 60% chance of rain all throughout the evening. Officials with the MLB are meeting at 2.30 our time to determine what is going to be the course mm. of action, if they're going to try to play through it, or if they're going to go out there and make the determination, push it back. And it'll become Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday for games three through five. Well, it was going to be, it's weird this week anyways. I mean, the two teams in the World Series, their two respective football teams right. in their cities play Thursday night. So Philly Houston could play baseball on Thursday mm-hmm. and football on Thursday. Um, well, you, what, what, don't play the game. Don't play the game. Push it back. Push it back. Well, play it in, I mean, don't you want as good conditions as possible? I kind of like ring games. I do in football. Yeah. (laughs) Not in baseball. You get a little... I'm kind of with you. Uh, All right, Mr. Monday Night, let's get him in here before we run out of show. Boy, Cleveland, they need this game in the worst way, in my opinion, if they're going to stay in the fight in the NFC North since he's playing well. Who's Mr. Monday Night like? We're grabbing the points in Cleveland. Give me the three and a half. I love the over, though. What is it? 45. Cleveland can run. Cincinnati, that's been their one struggle this year. 18th in the NFL against the run. 